Welcome back to Season 3, Episode 11. First and foremost, I'd like to acknowledge that I live, work, well, I don't work. (laughs) I live and play on the traditional unceded territories of the Squamish, of the Tsleil-Waututh, and the Musqueam. I've been reflecting and I, my youngest son really enjoys my podcast. It's been a year since my stroke in March of 2022. I don't go out as much as pre-stroke, post-stroke. I have I have, I was probably an introvert before, but I am more cognizant of being an introvert in that I still choose to go out in the evenings now that I've been doctor approved to drive for over a month. In that month, my aunt had died in March last month. And I was just approved to be able to drive by my neuro doctor, brain doctor, because when you have a stroke, it involves your brain. So my doctor approved me to drive and not drive when I'm tired. So this podcast is an update of my post-stroke. My youngest son and I were able to go home. My youngest son got some trust funds. So it was on his dime after I paid the $1,000 with my disability check when it came in because it was still winter and it was still snowing and hailing while we were up there for two weeks. I was very fortunate that the Creator works in mysterious ways. The Junior All Native had just ended, and Chaisla's sister was trying to figure out how she was going to get her and her grandson home. She wanted to enjoy a grandma time with it, with her oldest. I had sent her a message and she had replied back. And in the midst of it all, they were looking for a way to get home as 
my aunt had passed and I was just making enough money to pay for the tires. So she did 80% of the drive up north and I kept asking to drive once we hit Hope. I let her do the driving and I asked, I told her I can drive. And my Heisel sister looked at me with so much love as she drove, she said, you know why I'm driving? I'm driving because you're gonna have to drive all on your own on the way back. It's because I love you. I'm fine driving. Wow. I, I really needed somebody and she was there. I was so pleased. I just had my tires switched over back. My youngest son, like I said, paid for the trip coming back for everything that I needed and I minimally tried the family donations my family didn't feel I deserved any funds because my youngest son paid for our way to go up a reminder that lateral violence of my family always happens and it always happens to me because I speak the truth I don't hold back but in our family's grief I let it go as that's what it was There's no bitterness, just an awareness. But back to how far I've come, I have had a lot of friends who have gone by the wayside that are no longer in my life. My kids are grown up. My oldest is living on his own in college. And I had told him at Christmas time when he was down here that he did not need to come back for mum. He needed to live his own life. 
That was really hard for me. But I... Not right now. I don't want my son to feel that he needs to be with me. I want him to live his own life, make his own choices, but know that he is forever surrounded in love. My two youngest are enjoying their independence. They're not able to fully function independently. So they live here at home and it's been a whirlwind as I went and did my taxes and it's the first year I did my taxes on my own. So when my GST came in while we were out of town back home up north, I got my refund and I shared half of it with my, our trusted friend who was watching my late sister's ashes and the other half for myself. And on our way back, I needed a vest. My youngest son was poking holes in it. Mom, you need a new vest. And I went out, we went and searched and we found one. I found another one down here online for $50 and it's coming now. But I, there was no clearance at that time. And I spent $150 on myself plus taxes. And I repeated about 15 times, I can't believe I, I didn't need to spend any money on you or your big brother. I just spent the money on myself because I needed a new vest. My youngest son was so happy that I could do that for myself financially. So post-stroke a year later, I'm weekly taking out the compost and the garbage. We have new upstairs tenants. The weather's still bad and chilly, so I'm still wearing my vest in the morning outside to keep me warm in my toque. But the new neighbors invited me to come upstairs I'm able, thankfully, now to do stairs as I had a lot of practice for two weeks going up and down a flight of stairs each way to visit. And the place we stayed at was my cousin's and his lovely home of 20 some years he's had. So I can almost walk up as a normal person upstairs, but coming down, I'm learning now to not use the handrail as I'm walking down, as I'm 
transforming from a two-step to a normal step down the stairs without hanging on to anything and that's a huge deal for me as my stroke side is still a little floppy so when I'm moving my stroke leg I have to make big steps to ensure I don't fall down the stairs but I'm not tired as I used to be and the upstairs neighbors have welcomed me to using their stairs to walk up anytime and that's really helpful with grown children now i realize i don't need all the shit i have in my home so i'm decluttering and reorganizing the other day uh, last week i started on my living room and it's too much clutter so i moved on to my kitchen the other day and I moved the fridge and my shelves by myself. You can't really tell that it's clean because I washed the floors underneath the fridge and the shelving. As Yatalia's cat is jumping on the fridge and at the vet after paying 4, 000, over $4,000 in vet bills, this vet has um, decided on a weighted onesie for the cat. He does not like it and it got a hole in it like the first day so they took it off of him. And he's been trying to jump on the water heater uh, because he has, has anxiety and is underneath. But because I'm home, I've been giving him extra love and he's been remaining on my bed. So I've just cleaned my bed. I am a freak for doing laundry. Having clean laundry is my strength. And last week I went to the laundromat with a friend to support her as she did her laundry. And then we went for coffee and that was great. I wasn't tired. My arms were a little bit tired, but I was okay. So two months ago, I went to Hobie with the walker before I could drive, doctor allowed to drive. I know I was able to drive, but I was waiting for the doctor. And using the walker, I was tired because I was overstimulated with all the people that were there. All our people that were there and would stop and say hi to me. It was. Mm, my head is not quick to turn around or stop and turn around. I can't even sneeze and walk. Like wipe my nose, blow my nose and walk at the same time. So when I see people multitasking and not looking where they're going 
and they're still making it across the street and I'm super focused and using all my strength to walk fast before the the white man's gone and the light is red. That's still difficult for me, but depending upon the intersection, the main one here close to my house, I'm able to cross it um, just before it switches. So I need to walk faster. I used to think that I needed to walk without my walking pole to be able to get back to normal Fran. There's no more normal, normal Fran. It's post-stroke Fran. And I had to sit with that. And I do enjoy sitting. And I've come to accept that my body is ready for whatever I try and do. I know I can't walk yet or run yet. I see people running and my spirit goes out to them. I would just love to run. I would just love to ride a bike. So when I see people out in the community doing that, it makes me happy, even though I can't do it. And I just sit with it and I accept that I am where I am because of what I've done. I cannot compare myself to anyone. And again, my youngest kittens, they've... Um, most days they're up and exercising and out for the day and they used to come back at 10 now they come back at about seven o'clock in the evening i have my coffee and then i do the things i need to and right now i have too much crap but i rearranged everything in my kitchen almost and like I said, I moved my fridge with stuff in there and kind of cleaned it out. And I do this alone. Sometimes once a week, somebody will want to meet with me. Sometimes not. And some I keep hoping, I keep texting and I am alone. I understand that now. And I accept and actually accept, advocate for myself. The past month, I've decided that I deserve heat. So when I'm cold and I have my sweater on, if I'm still cold, I will put on my heat. I'm 53 and a half and I mentally accept that I choose to be warm. I used to suffer and be cold or chilly 
and I decided I don't. I deserve to be warm. Like how fucking crazy thought is that? I've lived all my life and suffered in the cold. I don't want to be cold. I want to be warm. So I've turned on my thaw heat. And I'm choosing to make my life simpler. Because post-stroke, my life doesn't need to be full or complex. I'm choosing to make it simple. Doctor's appointments, eye appointments, diabetes appointments. I also made an appointment with a diabetes, BC Diabetes Center. I did that. I chose to do that. And trying to figure out sugar body stuff. The other day I had a bad day. A bad moment, really. I was feeling sorry for myself. My talking skills, not being able to stay out all day now that spring has finally come here to the lower mainland. I, I don't want to fall into a routine of just sitting and watching TV. And when I was in that moment, I chose to sit and watch the whole season eight series of Got, Game of Thrones. That was done and then I chose to no longer feel sorry for myself. So I'm making changes. I'm thinking about painting the walls, adding color and decluttering 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 getting rid of stuff i've got four bags for sally ann today and i want a simple life and for now i have to live in the lower mainland post stroke and my retina eye needle pokes and very few friends. But I love myself. I choose to love and accept myself for where I am, but I am choosing to not stay stuck in what I am. And I've accepted to being alone and my kittens came home and brought me three chicken strips. And I'm planning on journeying across the border just by myself, just to explore Washington. It's kind of exciting. I am not the same Fran I was over a year ago, and I have accepted post-stroke Fran 
but I also accept the challenges I can do and what I can't do, I am now able to ask for help and ask my kittens to do things as they grow and change and explore and become more independent for themselves. This makes me a happy mom. Thank you for listening.